Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. A lot of the times, because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just that girl. I don't know, my show is just different because I'm different. Like, I don't know, I live a, I live a rough life. Like, I'm just that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not even in the aspect that I have to handle or do anything that anybody else doesn't have to do. It's me. I'm getting my own way in all of this, but... Uh, Who's going to hold me to it? Sketchy Peasant? For real. <laughs> Pretty much a Sketchy Peasant uh, has been asking about you. So. so, you know, I was wondering if he would maybe find a way to contact me. I was thinking real hard, thinking really good. I want merch, and I just need to, like, I want to just send some to him. You know what I mean? So bad. So get in contact with me, my guy. We'll figure something out. Send me your sizes because I really want to send you something good and fresh. <laughs> the yeah, only thing pop- in my he's life. Been popping up, sketchy peasant's been uh been a become a quite a listener of the CMG podcast network. Pops up on a lot of different shows now, uh, including the sports shows, because you might know uh he's a, a West Coast guy in his 49ers uh beat the Green Bay Packers in the unvaccinated Brett Favre. Love that. I love this. <laughs> um, so honestly, I Joe just informed me that this wasn't divided we stand. So I feel like I don't necessarily have like a political show, but I feel like it's a little bit more like on the political side than like it usually is, you know? It's a little bit more planned out. I feel like for the past couple episodes, me and Joe have just been like talking. This ain't that. Okay, so um, and I'm really hoping that we don't get copyrighted for anything on this because I know that YouTube has been like really strict. I know that especially like Fox News and stuff like certain people that like you talk about are like. So I just really am hoping that we don't get taken down. 
girlfriend. So, which is the best. But we'll be fine on Facebook for sure. We'll be up on Facebook. So, you know. The first thing I wanted to talk about, I was on Twitter today, and I feel like this is kind of just like a good like little introduction into like what we're really going to be getting into. Because if you see the title, I put the young yossification or the de-yossification of the green M&M. And I actually sent Joe like a screenshot today. So like he knew what it meant before he put it in the title. Cause I knew that when I sent him the yossification, he was going to be like, what are you talking about? I did want to correct your spelling. You'll recall Kodiak bear some time ago. Wasn't that a whole thing? Kodak bear. No, you're wrong. Kodak it, black. You no, know when people are like, yes. <laughs> I I just thought Joe misspelled it when he sent it to me. No, he actually. I think on the show he was like Kodak Bear, or no, maybe he like wrote it or something. Yeah, I don't know. You know I don't know what I don't know. That's pretty. Mm -hmm. That's pretty clear to me. Yeah. Anyways, but it's like you know when people are like, yeah. <laughs> You know, when they do like that, it's like the yossification. So, like, if I, like, totally slayed you and put a wig on you right now, or, like, when your son, like, had the wig on and, like, looked like me, you that you yossified him, for real. Is that what that is? Mm -hmm. Is that yeah, So, that's what we're talking about then. Okay. I got you now. I, yeah, I see. So I understand how the term applies. Mm -hmm. So, no more heels. She's getting de yossified, you know? Mm -hmm. But we're getting into that later. I felt like this was a little segue because I feel like this is something that people haven't gotten mad about it yet, but I feel like um, it's coming. And before we even have this conversation, um, James, also, I hope that he sent you all the details. Um, on what is going down here because if if not then i'm about to be sounding like a whole crazy person to you right now anyways but um disney I will did send in the notes and you still sound crazy but that's all right i know <laughs> like this is the first time me ever meeting james and he's probably like <laughs> what is this girl's issue uh, but i am uh, i'm just listening letting you do your thing and i'm ready to chime in when i can anyways <laughs> he's so got the right attitude <laughs> for real for this show <laughs> but um disney and like you know the seven dwarves or whatever and i feel like even me saying that right now i feel like it's like derogatory you know and i'm not sure who this man is but he's guy is from game of thrones he's the 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 oh i don't even know what to call him the short person the little person that's what they go by uh, Ever, okay so i watch i remember um, him as the angry elf Elf. Oh, he was in that too. Maybe he's older now. I don't like recognize him. Oh, he's the most. He's one of the most famous little people. Is that the right term? I don't. Why, it I is don't it's little people. I don't. I don't know about you, but when I hear seven dwarfs, I don't take offense to that. I don't. Do, do little people not like that? I don't. Because little I people really don't like the terrible. term dwarf because like dwarf is like referred i don't really know like the reason dwarfism it. is literally the scientific it's a term. cartoon character are I we going to stop calling tom and jerry tom and jerry because they're guys names and they're not pet names i mean that, how stupid are we gonna get like how dumb is this country gonna friggin get 
y'all need to for real watch the little women of just anywhere they have them pretty much of any state in america right now um it's my favorite reality show i watched the little women of atlanta that's my favorite city you know um and like they're just like the best like i don't know like they're just so real um yeah little people big world it's not my jam i don't like that show personally i'm into little women atlanta because are you familiar with miss juicy baby she's actually on the radio she's um she's with ricky smiley do you know who that is i don't understand anything that you just said you don't know who ricky smiley is like the radio <laughs> host you've never heard of that radio show before no. She's on. Her name is Miss Juicy, baby. Ah, you need to look her up right now. Pull up Miss Juicy, please. Um, we need to talk about her. But she is like also another one of the most famous little women. And oh, I love her so much. But all of them get so mad. Like you call one of them a dwarf, you get in hands. Like, oh, and you get more than Shirlene, their hands, too. Shirlene Pearson. Right. Shirlene Pearson. What are you talking about? Lady. No, yeah. it's my juicy baby. What are you talking about, Joe? She has a real name. <laughs> you know, she has a real name. No, um, you don't even know she has a real name. That's super. You would sad. be so mad right now if you disrespected her. Put some respect on Miss Juicy's name for real. I am. I just told. I literally. Just yes, told I know. Her real name Miss is Shirlene King Pearson. <laughs> I love her so much. But yeah, there's James, a lot of them. Is James, do you know about this person? Huge fan. Huge fan. <laughs> no idea who she is. I have no idea who she is. None. She right. seems lovely. I'll say that. I, so uh, help me out here. What What is Disney doing? Are they not casting... Yeah, yeah. Back to the back to square one. I'm so sorry. I got on a little tangent, but I just I love I love the little women of Atlanta. What can I say? Um and one of them just died in a car accident. R.I.P. Minnie. <laughs> Anyways. Oh no. I know. Horrible, tragic hit and run incident. Horrible. But yeah, I don't know. I honestly I'm like, if that's how they feel, I'm like, if they want to be put some respect on the little people's name, I'm like, then go for it. But I'm like, what are like, what are the, could the changes possibly be? Are they just going to be big men now? Seven big men in a cabin, Snow White and, and big men. I don't know about that. Snow White and the seven big guys. I don't know. That doesn't seem like it's going to work. They could cast children or dogs. Snow White and the Seven talking coyotes. Why don't they just keep it a cartoon and uh, the dwarves can just be short men? They could just be guys that are like 5'5". Five five, you know what I mean? And uh, you don't have to call them dwarves. You could just say the seven hardworking middle-class Americans. I just feel like anytime what that there's like a dwarf anything, anything, it's just a reason to get mad. <laughs> Dude, this is just Disney trying to figure out how they can cash in on another old cartoon. And there's got to be, listen, here's what happens. Everybody gets all fired up and it draws interest to the movie. And then, I mean, not for nothing, Lion King. I think we all can agree that was creepy. And uh, yeah, so this is, um, I think this is what angers people like James uh, into completely 
rejecting any thought from the left. Like the question I assume, James, is why is Disney messing with Snow White? And why are, are people so uptight about there being, I'm going to say the word, I know it's bad, but dwarfs. I think that um, because it's the well, world Olympics right now, and, it, and they virtue signaling. That's all it is. That's what bothers me is the virtue signaling. Do they really believe that for you know seventy years, as long as Snow White has been around, that dwarfs hasn't been offensive to anybody before? No, and it's just offensive now because it's convenient to be in the woke Olympics. Disney loves to be the leader of the freaking woke parade. That's all this is. Virtue I'm not garbage. Bullshit. I don't know exactly like what they're changing. And I know that there is like somebody like with the condition, like actually speaking on it, who like is actually clearly like offended by it, which is like, I feel like a little bit ridiculous to be offended by something that was made like so long ago. But like, I understand that like, Obviously, like, they're going to remake it because it's, like, a cash grab or whatever because they're remaking everything. And um, if they're going to cast little people in the making of the movie, which I don't think, especially if they're going to do, like, a live action or something, which I don't think is, like, necessarily a bad thing. And I don't think any of them would think that that's, like, a bad thing. That's Black Snow White. Is that something else to just get mad about? Right? I mean, <laughs> look, there's there's only so many different approaches I think you can take. I assume that we're because Peter Dinklage is involved uh, that they're referring to the dwarf part of this. But would it not shock you if Disney decided that the next Snow White should be a black woman? Well, I just feel like that don't make much sense. <laughs> but they will. They will. I'm telling you right name. now. It'll be the whole name. Like she's 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 Snow White. <laughs> like you know, What's and she also seems like right? the palest out of all of them. Like when you go to like the Disney store and you buy a T-shirt with all the princesses on it, like that how is white. You know what you I know mean? What? May I? May I just for a minute? You know, it's funny. Over the last couple of years, they've uh, they've decided to be more inclusive. And uh, this Maribel from the Encanto movie uh, is supposedly the new Dis the newest Disney princess. Um, even though her family's not royalty. She wears glasses, so it makes her the first character that wears glasses. Glasses but representation. Here's the funny thing. <laughs> here's the funny thing. Disney's trying to obviously stay, stay away from stereotypes. She lives in a house with all of her Hispanic relatives. There's like 15 people in this house. James, <laughs> don't even realize how they're perpetuating a stereotype, and I'll give you one better. Uh, my because my daughter loves these movies and they're beautiful. That is the but greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh my if god, that made my whole night. Uh, uh, Tiana, the 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 black princess, uh, and cool that Disney did that, but uh, basically she's a servant to um a southern white family, and has to work really hard. Like, I mean, you 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 couldn't perpetuate worse stereotypes. Just in the plot of the movie, like uh, that, I find that mind blowing. They couldn't just have a black Disney princess who wasn't like a low life loser, basically, who came from the streets. I, like that, that's 
Disney thought, well, if there's going to be a, you know, a, a, a black Disney princess, she should work for a white family. What? Why is that? She's their cook? No, she was owning her own restaurant and saving. So she was a cook, a cook who worked for a family who wanted to own her own restaurant. And at one point, of course, the white bankers laugh at her face and tell her her kind shouldn't own a restaurant because it's too much stress. Also super racist, but, you know, Disney, whatever, they get away with it. Anyways, uh, I don't really know if they're going to make the change because it's like it's like if you don't like cast like them as um, the seven, the the seven dwarves, um, then they'll be like then like they'll just be out jobs. Like, you know what I mean? And like, let's be real. If they just made like a whole movie that was just based around little people being little people, then I feel like they would also take issue with that. So. I'm just not sure what the change could really be right now other than the just like the names of it. You know what? I actually have another thought because for a long time, apples have sort of gotten a bad rap as being the the forbidden fruit. What about red pears? Maybe red pears should take the heat that these poor red apples. James, they've been this people have long looked at a red apple. And and made the joke of like biting a red apple and then pretending that they passed out. Maybe it's time we stop treating apples so poorly in America. It is it is the fruit of America, the apple. It is linked to George Washington. And it's about time that these pears, maybe pears should start taking some heat. But you ever watch Snow White Hungry? You look at that apple, that's a juicer for real. <laughs> what world am I living in right now? When we're debating <laughs> cartoons, it's cartoons. <laughs> you know what? Here, Disney, why don't you do this? Why don't you make up a Disney princess that is black, that is Hispanic, that is Asian, that is Native American, and come up with an original idea, you morons? It's a cartoon, it's fictitious. It can be anything you want. Why are they trying to get so literal? They're, I don't understand that. You are a cartoon company. You make shit up. Why? Why are you dealing with freaking literals? I don't, that's, this is what's boggling my mind here. It truly is. The, Disney, I mean, one of the most famous and iconic movies is Fantasia. Is anything in that literal? No. Why, why have we gone so far away from fantasy just for enter- entertainment purposes? To now we have to appease everybody by what we're doing. Like it's fantasy. I, I don't know. There you go, Frank. Make a gay, make a gay freaking Disney princess. Make something up or surrounding that prince, that new idea princess. Why? I think it's kind stupid. of like this is stupid to me. Somebody's like, there's like a bunch of conspiracy theories that Elsa from Frozen is gay. So yeah, yeah. we'll see that. I- I had heard that, and I know that that obviously upset a lot of people. Um, Which, again, it's a weird thing that you would care about the sexuality or sexual orientation of a of a cartoon character that is that is taking things a little hard. Totally, Joe. Like totally obviously, when your kid watches it, it'll be gay. Like, duh! Don't you know anything about anything? But. 
if we're being honest here, this does date back to um, uh, Winky Dinky there. What was the Teletubbies? You remember um, the yeah, conservative yeah. right was convinced that uh, that uh, the, the, the purple one was going to turn us all gay. And uh, right. Dodge that bullet, James, didn't we? <laughs> I just stopped watching that show. I think that's how I was saved. Me and my homies love the purple Teletubbies. <laughs> um, you more know serious. How I feel about this you know how I feel. You know, I don't care. Be gay if you want. If you want to hate on gays, guess what? You have the right to do so. I, who am I to tell you not to see? That's where what you believe. <laughs> you know, hold on. I'm going to tell you something right now, and Victoria, you can respond. But I'll tell you right now. Here's the difference between me and Victoria. I agree with you. I say this all the time. James, if you want to be racist at your house, knock yourself out. It's a free country. You can do whatever you want. She hates that. And it's the same mindset where it's like, if you want to hate gays at home, I hate them. She wants to change the world and change everybody's mind. And, and as you and I have discussed numerous times, it's just not possible. So to me, all I'm simply asking of my fellow Americans is, Keep your racism, your homophobia, xenophobia, transphobia, keep it at home. But do me a favor, too, and don't teach that shit to your kids. Because I don't need my kids learning that stupid shit from your kids. That's why I have an issue with okay, it. So Are you? Hold on. Hold on. You, you have brought this up to me a couple times, Joe. And I got to tell you something here. I, I really got to weigh in. Today's day and age. Right? Do you honestly think, Victoria? How old are you? you? You're obviously a lot younger than I am. So, how old are you? I'm 20. You're 20. So, when you grew up, right? Like Joe and I, when we grew up, we didn't have any internet. We didn't have any cell phones. We didn't have a bucket of information at our fingertips. This, we didn't. This was this was an entire building for us. We had to take a freaking car ride to a library to take out books. This is this, but now you guys have this. So I understand what you're saying, Joe. Teacher or parents are going to teach their kids so on and so on. But you know what? I went to school, and my kids are going to school, and they're learning on their own that there are different races. That there are different, you know, there are different people out there. There are different sexual orientations. It's not like the old days. I mean, I understand what you're saying. You want to stop the freaking idiocy, the, the idiocy. I get it, right? Because it is. It's just ignorance, and you want to stop it. But we're going to. I mean, this is this is going to stop the ignorance, right? Eventually, this will stop ignorance. Because it's just people nowadays are just so much more informed than you and I were growing up. You know what I'm saying? So, but the whole point of all this, right? I cannot tell somebody else what to do and then tell them to leave me the hell alone. Right? That's hypocritical. Right? I want to be left alone. I want the government to stay out of my freaking business. I want Twitter. I want Facebook. I want everybody on there to stay out of my freaking business. So I have to stay out of theirs. Otherwise, I'm a hypocrite. I can't tell people what to do and then tell them not to tell me what to do. You see what I'm saying? That's where I'm coming from. I agree with this statement from Tyler, mm -hmm. uh, Ty Fighter from, from uh, Twitch. Racism is just as prevalent as it's been since Victoria and I were babies. 
social media has just brought it to a more visible place. Yeah, 100%. Like, I... In the 2000s, racism was crazy. Like, there was this one, like, Tyra Banks episode where she was like, okay, so for this challenge, we're going to do blackface, and it's going to be totally high fashion. And, like, it was just, it's just, like, nonsensical, like, crazy shit. And, um, like... Is that racist, though? Is 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 doing something for a show for a modeling show where you are just an entertainer essentially where you're just something to look at is that racist well, i don't the, think it I is feel, and you're talking to a minority i just feel like that's like a whole like different conversation i feel like in the aspect of like her trying to like prepare these girls like uh, like say like I went on America's Next Top Model and like Tyra like the whole point of the challenge was to like prepare them for like racially like ambiguous like jobs or whatever and like if I'm going in for like a part or something like say I'm like an actor or like I want to be like a model and like I want to do a part that's like clearly for somebody who's like not supposed to be white and like a person of color and they're gonna put like me in blackface to fit that part instead of just getting somebody who is that race yeah there's an issue with that and that's wait why a minute wait a minute wait a minute and i've got and james help me out here but i've got two words it's acting okay but no you Thanks. don't you're not understanding though already in this country no, there's so, understanding. so much against like minorities and like I'm just going to be completely honest with you black people and like Hispanic people get it like so fucking bad because of like they're presumed to be like ghetto or like uneducated and like stuff like that like there's so many like stereotypes well, I, but hold, on, hold on hold on hold on, hold on. Well, yeah, yeah it's right super there. wholesome yeah, Disney super wholesome Disney right out here perpetuating that man that we portray black people no, if, I'm not saying that black people anybody's gonna say any less or like any like any less or have like less opportunities in that aspect necessarily anymore because people can create their own or that racism in all ways is worse for them, but in the aspect of people like not wanting to hire them because they think they're going to be unprofessional or uneducated, those kind of stereotypes still in 2022 are being perpetuated. So if somebody's going to hire me because they don't have to deal with somebody who's black or whatever and just put me in blackface or whatever is fucked up or for any race in general, say even if they wanted to hire, like, do you know what I'm saying? It's just like not... Right. Even I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Big I Mouth. What you're That's saying. I, mean, I understand show. completely what you're saying, but in the world of acting, you're I think you're 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 stretching it a little bit, right? So in the world of entertainment acting, you, you, the very definition of acting is making somebody believe something that's not real. I mean, you're you're acting is lying. Just because she, you're not so offended is, this, by it, though, I'm glad you're bringing this up, right? Nope, 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 nope. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why could? Why would I be offended by a lie? Seriously, if you're offended by a lie, then that means you've bought into that lie, which makes but you it's just like as not, dumb as that lie. But it's not a lie. <laughs> 
if a director seriously didn't want to hire a black person because they didn't want to work with a black person. Like there's okay. plenty of people like that in this Listen, world. Like, you know I, what I mean? I, I, I go beyond the role. I, I don't think that that is as true anymore. It's, it's just not, and not for nothing, but the last time anybody did blackface, it was brilliant. And it was done in a satirical way. Yeah, but that's the thing. Is that you like know, a white person needs to be portraying black stereotypes? People flipped out that he was Robert a white Downey person Jr. portraying an actor portraying a black person. And this that was, was done, the joke. Right. It was done as satire, and people were like, I can't believe he did it. And it's like, did you watch the movie? That was the whole point of him doing it. But that's just like a dumb point to me, to be honest. Like, yeah, Victoria, listen, I, I'm going to tell you so right okay. now. Why I'm going to tell you right now. This is the problem. No, Joe, hold I'm on. I'm going to tell you something right on, now. Joe, no, hold on, James. James, what wait, point? you, because you guys are going to have to have this out in a second. I'm just going to lay this out here. I told my wife this the other day, right? Because I'm very in the middle, more left than right, obviously. But it it's stuff like this. It's stuff like that, this race stuff where, I mean, if black actors and actresses are really bitching about not getting good, getting good parts, then great. Then Hollywood should address it. But most of the people that I see complaining about these racial issues or these perceived inequities generally look like you. It's young white women. Millennial white women, and it's like I don't know that anybody's arguing against it. I don't think that there's anybody who's act. There might be a handful of people, maybe producers in Hollywood that wouldn't roll the dice with a black director or a black movie star. They wouldn't do it in the eighties. I mean, there were times where uh, uh, that big Eddie Murphy movie when they they brought Judge Reinhold in because they were afraid Eddie Murphy wouldn't be a big enough star. And he didn't need Judge Reinhold. And then, and then once once Beverly Hills Cop hit, Hollywood producers were like, oh, we can sell a black guy as a movie star. And it was on. And as long as Hollywood sees money in black producers and, and directors and actors and actresses, then I don't, I don't see. Now, listen, I, again, Victoria, there, maybe they're still not writing enough roles for, for minorities. And that might be true. But again. Uh, I don't think I don't think when it comes to Hollywood, there's some systemic. And again, what? doing this stuff to PC the world out is it's losing people like James. I would say there's a hundred percent more uh, the thing. Uh, uh, anti-feminism. I mean, you know, going on. Well, this is a whole different subject. And like to be completely honest with you, my favorite example when people like don't understand this, you this usually gets them to kind of get where I'm coming from a little bit more. You know the Cleveland show, you know the character Cleveland Brown that's on Family Guy. That's a white man's voice trying to talk like a black man and saying if you watch that show, saying so many like stereotypes or whatever about black people he's making the money off of saying stereotypes about black people and it's an animated show you're telling me from the jump that they couldn't have hired a black man to play the black guy to say black stereotypes about black people on the black show the cleveland show what's up with that i just am i'm just confused about that like it's just so like we're talking about we're, we're talking about seth mcfarling are we not 
it just still like that's what it, we're talking it, about. Seth MacFarlane, who does other voices on the show. Seven. That does he does change. seven of the characters by himself. He created these characters out of his freaking head. You, you understand but, it? It's fate. That doesn't make right? it like any better. Like all, so, then he created these characters as stereotype for people. Like what's what's not like clicking there or even like the creator of the simpsons and let me tell you i'd be watching these shows i cannot fall asleep without a mother loving adult cartoon on in the back i'm telling you that right now i gotta have the simpsons i gotta have something on bojack horseman's gotta be playing in the back let me tell you but um i like even like the character like is like the fact that like this guy wrote this character this indian guy who works at a seven or works at the quickie mart or whatever or he owns a convenience store and has a bunch of kids that that's like what he makes it funny that's what but makes like, it funny oh it's a very this one guy is profiting of these people are trying to get away from giving, you're not complaining that he's complaining that he's making fun of the irish people are you you don't care just because you you're not watching, funny just because people. you're not offended by it doesn't mean that other people don't see my point and are offended by it like you know what i mean like honestly i, I feel what you're like saying. i do victoria let me I, let me just tell you this all right hold on let me i gotta say this i have to all right because what you're doing right now is literally racist <laughs> you are saying that it doesn't matter right you are saying that it doesn't matter that people make fun of that he these people make fun of the irish they make fun of the Italians. They make fun of this because they're white. But they can make, they. it's bad that they make fun of blacks. So what you're doing is singling out one race. It's, but this it's is okay the to make fun this of everybody else. That there's no that. Oh, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Hold on. Let me finish. You're singling out races. That, by definition, is racist. There's... I'm just gonna keep wait. It. Hold I'm on. Did you think you'd be called a racist tonight? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it 51st Street. I did not think I was gonna get called a racist tonight. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. James, I like that you I like that you played the well, you're a racist you card. I did I thought I gotta be honest when when because uh, this is the racist? first hold on, this is the first time James and Victoria are meeting, and I gotta be honest, I thought to myself. How long into the show, and at what point will James say something, and Victoria will be like, that's racist? Because Victoria has famously chased people off this show <laughs> by accusing them of being racist. No. And. about abortion. Oh, with that, whatever it was. No. It was, it was some touchy topic. Like the abortion thing was so bad. Like this guy was like straight up, like in tears, like you don't understand. And I was like, bro, it's so it was so bad. And I was like eighteen at the time, and I had this abortion. Like it was crazy. I also want to say something. I also want to address something you said, right, about perpetuating stereotypes, and these these white men are perpetuating stereotypes, and it's not good, right? And they all they see is black people living in the hood, right? How many rap songs have you listened to in the past decade? Because every freaking one of them by black people glorify living in the hood, glorify going to jail, glorify violence. But that's cool to be black. So you want to perpetuate stereotypes? They do it to themselves. 
to be honest, listen to the freaking music. They glorify living in the ghetto. But this is the thing, is that a lot of these rappers are talking about their own great experiences, are in and out of jail, are like, seriously, like, we're on the come up, like, it took a lot for them to get where they are That's now. Right. And now they're fucking doing it. That have now they're fucking doing it. Well, that tells people, hey, I can become a millionaire even if I fucking whack people, even if I do, even if I freaking kill people, even if I go to jail, fuck it, it doesn't matter, right? It's cool. It's fucking cool. 50 Cent is awesome because he wears a bulletproof vest because he got shot, went to jail. That's fucking cool. But that's now, the who's thing. who's perpetuating stereotypes? Honestly. Honestly. Who's perpetuating the stereotypes? I think that that is where, um, like, technology and, like, this kind of stuff, like, comes in hand. Because, like, back in the 2000s, like, this kind of music and, like, this kind of stuff has always been around. But, like, through, like, TikTok and whatever, like, now you got kids, like, singing WAP and, like, talking about, like, toting guns and, like, wanting to do all that kind of stuff. And, like, even because, like, um, in we're from Connecticut. This is, like, a Connecticut-based show or whatever. But, um like in new britain i was just watching the news the other day there was literally fentanyl overdoses like from a middle school like that is crazy a middle schoolers doing fentanyl and it's like how do you think that they hear about this stuff there's like people rappers being like fentanyl for the 80 like you know what i mean like it's just it's crazy and i think that like that is like an issue number one I think that like parents, honestly, at this point, can't do anything about it. Like if your kids are exposed to this kind of stuff, like they're just gonna keep doing it. Like there's nothing that you can do about it. Like what, are you just like not gonna get your kid a phone or whatever because you're like, oh my God, I'm so scared of them like hearing this kind of stuff. And like you can do parental locks and stuff, but I'm just gonna keep it real with you. You think that you can control your kids, but your kids know so much more than you think that they do. And like, they're gonna consume this media no matter what so like that's why nowadays like everybody is just like fucked and like idolizes this because from such a young age they're getting like this kind of like information and like back in the day it wasn't like that but like this music has always been around it's always been popular but it's just the audience that is consuming it is just so much younger and it's really fucking with people you know so i think that that is just like a whole different topic like the rap music and all that kind of stuff rather than just going back to like the base of it when you like just the fact that like creators back in the day and i know things were very different back in the day but now in the 2000s kids kids who are middle eastern or indian or whatever the fuck apu is supposed to be don't want to turn on the tv and be like oh is this like what like it's just not cool to see him as like a convenience store owner and like that's how you're portrayed because like i understand that like but like the white people in general are not really portrayed in a way that's like you know what i mean like white people that do all different things but there's only one indian character that is fitting that the only the only problem with that as i see it though is usually most of the convenience stores that i go to in my mostly white suburban town just south of hartford connecticut almost always the guy at the register looks like a poo and in most cases also talks like you because we don't need to keep like like telling kids like who like come from like family. I, 
I listen. I I partially understand, but again, right now, you're you you're that's the real world, though. I I get into a taxi or an Uber in New York City, like ninety five percent of the time. Again, looks like a poo. Um, that's hey, not so, that's guys. but that's not racist. That's just what oh, happens to be that guy it happens to be that a lot of people Victoria. of that ethnicity Victoria. have that job. How many Indians? How many Indian people do you know that is actually offended by this? Honestly, I'm going to be completely honest. And I really wish that I could tell you where I'm from right now on air, but I'm going to. There's probably four Indian people that live in my town, and like they all hate offended. It. I'm going to tell you right now that the vast majority <laughs> no, of Indian people are not offended. Like, do you want to know why they're not offended? Do you know the Indians? Are the highest income earners in the United States? They're the highest earners. They make over $140,000 on average a year. Indian people. They're not offended. They don't care. This is the difference, guys. This is the difference between Asians, to include the Indians, and you guys. You're so worried about who am I going to offend? Well, we don't care. We're just going to work hard. Do you know Asians? are the smallest group of people in America besides Native Americans. We are the smallest minorities in America. And we make the most money because we don't care about such stupid shit. There was a thing back in the day that was called mind your own business. And it worked. It worked I'm beautifully. Saying, I'm not the first person to Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Remember that it's one? It's funny too. It's funny too. Uh, and when it comes to Asian people, one of the things we like to make fun of is their hard work, like their good work ethic, and the fact that they take stuff so seriously. And we mock that. You mock it. You mock it. Yeah. We, mock we, we it. Make totally so mock much it. More money than you guys. Why? Not uh, to perpetuate stereotypes. What everybody else is thinking and what everybody else is saying, Victoria. Who cares? That's not your job, hon. Who cares? Well, you seem awfully worried about what I'm saying. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because, that's because I am worried about what you're saying, hon. I am right. very worried about what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I so I just wanted I to go like, back. I, I like what you're saying. I do. And I like where your heart is at. And I like where your head is at. I truly, truly do. Right. You are as benevolent as anybody I know. And I mean this. You need to look at it from a different angle, though. You need to look at it from the angle that, yeah, a poo does work at the freaking convenience store. And it's not mean to say that he does when he does. Yeah, Asians are good at math and bad drivers. It's not mean to say that when it's true. You're a girl. Is that mean? Did I offend you? No, but like stating a fact, like beard. That's not like offensive. It's just like true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but like what? Is the like I'm just I'm not the only person that has ever said this. And let me tell you, I would not just be like, like I wouldn't just be pulling at this one. But like clearly, like I don't know, like the people that like I see talk about it. Like I'm just gonna be completely honest with you. I like 
when you said that like the people who get the most offended are like white like women or whatever 100 fucking percent like i totally like agree with you and like i would not perpetuate the things that like i say unless like i saw saw it from like a person who's like actually affected by it and like heard that side of it you know what i mean so like and i'm not gonna sit here and be like you're wrong and like regardless of if i heard them on person and like i'm active on social media okay like it is my motherfucking job so like i see like a lot of stuff you know and i'm not gonna sit here and like tell somebody who like is of that race class that they're wrong to be offended by something i also just really quick wanted to go back to one thing and um i do think that there's like a difference between like discrimination and like racism and like I think that there is like a fine line and obviously like both are bad and I don't think that I really did either but I think that like white people can be discriminated against you know what I mean people can discriminate against like I guess any class any person or whatever but there's no such thing as like systematic especially racism in this country so when I say things about like other like classes versus like white people like when you said like when you talk about italians or when you talk about irish people or when you talk about other white people and put them down that that's racist it's not because like there's it's impossible to be racist towards those people because there's no systematic oppression to white like those people in this country like two white people white passing people in this country and like that's just the facts of it like nobody's gonna not hire you because they're italiophobic like you know what i mean like it just like doesn't make sense well, like it's just not i don't, think that, I, I don't agree with that either i know people that have ethnical problems with other whites yeah, okay well then they've got well, to that such a small group of people though there's nobody in this country that's going to be like i'm not hiring you because you're german babe sorry i'm not hiring you because you're irish and that's the thing too about like white people tell me what race i am right now i guarantee you you will not be able what fucking like you will like tell me what i am because i Could you say scared. that about the jews <laughs> no yeah. Exactly. I was thinking that too. This is my next topic, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because anti-Semitism is the one, 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 one group of white people that get discriminated against, but it's for a different reason. It's not for their race. The people cannot be racist towards white people. People who are white. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Jewish people do not get discriminated against for their skin color. They get discriminated against because of they are Jewish. Do you know what I mean? There's a very big difference between those things. Like they be getting right. like getting pennies thrown at your shoes when you're walking down the hallway at school. Let because me, firsthand experience that. Not to me, but to other people. Let me explain. Can I explain that and where that came from? And you have to understand, and this is this breaks down into this is a jew uh, a, a religious problem for jewish people okay back in the old days when, I mean, when they originally came up with judaism one of the things that uh you would do is if if i was jewish and you were jewish and i was going to give you a loan victoria i would just loan you you know a hundred shekels and you'd get them back to me when you could hmm. 
But if James wasn't a Jew, he was some sort of Gentile, and I I loan him a hundred shekels. He's paying me back five hundred with the vig. You know what I mean? Um, and so Jews in the Middle Ages became money changers, and they weren't charging interest to fellow Jews, just to Gentiles. And so there became this this idea that that the Jews had sort of put themselves uh, in a separate box. Obviously, that that led to the Holocaust. I think uh, uh, the Christian the Holocaust. Right, listen, the, the Christian religion only perpetuated the myths of, of Jews as as greedy and having killed Christ and all that. So you you take the combination of their Christ killers. And and they're only giving, you know, they're charging high interest loans to Gentiles and you have anti-Semitism. And that's been going on for hundreds of years now, hundreds of years since we were all in Europe. This this has been an ongoing thing for the Jews. But Forever. one of the things about Judaism that you should know is they're not out actively recruiting like most other religions. They're very anti-convert. Yep. It's a very small group. They like it to stay within the family. And again, you put yourself in a situation of sort of this elitism, like mm-hmm. you've got your own club. Uh, and, and, and I'm not, listen, I'm not just, I'm just saying you, when you start to put yourself in a separate box, you're going to piss people off. Okay. Well, and then, and then hold on, throw in the combustible part that this is about gods and, and, and messiahs. And you've obviously you've got a real issue. And then make it worse, throw money into the mix. And that's why you have what you have. Jewish Americans nowadays are not, you know, like, they're not like, I'm only going to marry if you're Jewish as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, it's not like that nowadays. And like, obviously, like the super, what are they called again? Hasidic, Hasidic. Jewish people are the ones that like keep it like super like tight in them and they be partying down in Miami, you know? And I saw this one clip of Lil Uzi at like this um, acidic juice party. I really wish that I could pull it up because it was like, it looked super fun. So like they seemed super inviting to Lil Uzi. So um, I'm not sure what's up with that, but like, yeah. Yeah. So, Jews represent uh, one of the smallest groups of voters, is what I'm going to call them, right? There's only 4.1 million adult voting Jews. So Isn't that the question a shockingly low number? Is, why is it we all know a Jew? Right, it is a shockingly all know. Well, we live Clearly in the Northeast, and they're all concentrated in friggin' Brooklyn. <laughs> but no, no, no. Listen, listen to me, guys. So why is it largely going unnoticed in the in the public sphere and it's not being made a, a national issue by the politicians and by the news? Because there's no votes in it, guys. And that's the bottom line. 4.1 million votes is nothing to these people. That's a, well, a tenth of a, a, a Hispanic population that they're working on for votes. It's all about votes. Why is it going largely unnoticed? Because these people in the higher ups, these people that control the media and the flow of information, they don't care. That's why. Wait, I Do thought you, you know, guys thought it was the right? Jews that are running all this. I've never said that. But here's another freaking <laughs> stat for you here, boys and girls. Did you know that in America, Asians 
Asians are more likely to suffer a verbal attack via racism than any other race. That's right. Asians. Yeah. You don't hear that in the news, do you? Do you know why? Yeah. Because there's no votes in it, boys and girls. No, you That's definitely do, dude. See, here's where you're missing out. Hold on. I've been the beginning of COVID, and now you haven't heard anything of it now. Like, like for real, like salons be getting shot up all the time because of like literally like Asian hate crimes or like after Corona, like people would literally just like start like walking up to Asian people and like punching them in the face and be like, fuck you. Like for real. And, like It took a freaking national, it took a global catastrophe. It took a global catastrophe for somebody to recognize it. Yet we are still the most unrepresented freaking population in America. We are still... The one population, the highest population, the, the population with the highest number of freaking ethnic slurs thrown at them. But no, you don't see that. Where is the Asian yeah, and not for nothing, not for nothing, James, you could testify there's more Asian slurs than there are all the other races combined. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can go on for an hour. Just saying. You peasant, sketchy peasant. He's here. (laughs) See, look at we're all on board with stopping the Asian hate. Nobody wants that. We love Asians. Period. And yeah, like the only reason that it's not Asian lives matter is because that campaign is about police brutality. And like Asian people are not a target for police brutality. Cops aren't beating you guys up, James. Yeah, then that's a fact. Like, you know what I mean? My uncle was a cop and beat my ass. I'm just letting you know. (laughs) (laughs) He actually, I'm not going to lie, my uncle, who was a cop, God rest his soul, he actually did arrest me at one point. Let's get to the big whoop D of the show, okay? Let's get to let's get to Miss Girl. Let's get to Miss Miss Thang, Miss Green Eminem, okay? So I'm sure that it's like all over the news right now. Everybody's talking about Tucker, Miss Tuck, Mr. Tuck. I hate Tucker. He is so annoying. Like he's for real, like the Antichrist, like for real. Like if we're gonna be talking about anybody being the devil, like that man Tucker for real. Like he has it's a evil. Yeah, and this is Tucker's version of the Eminem. Like this is pure yassified Eminem at her finest. Look at it. I think she looks good for real. Like oh, I would boots. eat it up. Mm. Real yeah. Halloween costume next year. That Eminem chocolate. Anyways. So, um, yeah. Do you want to show the video or should we like, feed Oh, can I please show the video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so good. Bet you didn't think Eminem's were pushing intolerance, but they were. They've been changed. You're seeing the changes right now on your screen. The green M&M, you will notice, is no longer wearing sexy boots. Now she's wearing sensible sneakers. Why the change? Well, according to M&M's, quote, we all win when we see more women in leading roles because leading women do not wear sexy boots. Leading women wear frumpy shoes. The frumpier, the better. That's the rule. The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, 
We've achieved equity. They've won. <laughs> Meanwhile, in a nod to the burgeoning wellness movement, wellness my favorite part about it is he's just like, you're, you're totally turned off. Like, you're just turned off. You can't, you can't get it up anymore. Like, for real. It's like, it's like taking oh. a crescent looking at that freaking m dude. It's like awful. It's like, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Not sexy at all. It's like I like can't even I can't even get it up when I'm eating my M and M's anymore, and I'm fucking pissed about it. Like I just don't wait. Even so let me a couple things show. here. Couple things here. Number one, is it the heels that make the M and M sexy? Like, is it the stilettos that do it? That's is what that- I was thinking. I was like, is that what you're into, Tucker? Like, what's up with that? Like, I just like didn't. I could listen. I get the frumpy sneakers, not sexy, but block heels aren't so bad. You know, no, I mean, I could could That's see where you. To be pointing out the type of heel that small of a discrepancy to get upset about that seems more like um, uh. Thing, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Tucker, that's a little bit sus of you. I'm gonna be completely real. I'm gonna question that. Why are you so worried about our heels, Tucker? That seems a little bit feminine. That seems a little bit queenish of you, Tucker. I'm a little bit suspect of that. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know For if any- you guys really want me to weigh in. <laughs> if you guys really want me to weigh in on this one, I will. But. I don't know if you want me to. I really You're totally don't. But I will say this. I will say this. The green M&M, the green M&M change, all right? And I, I credit this to my wife who told me about this, but the green M&M change was nothing more than a diversion. You guys know the M&M, Hershey, and these guys are getting sued right now for child slavery laws, breaking, breaking child slavery laws. I believe you on that. Did you know that? And so I honestly, it's working. Yeah. I was even thinking like, it just seems like such a stupid thing to like point out. Right. Like it would be like such like a dumb thing for Eminem to be like, yeah, look, we changed our Eminem's like literally nobody would notice if like they took the fucking heels off of it. So I'm sitting here being like, maybe like Eminem's just are not fucking selling this year. Like Eminem's fell off. Like for real. No, I mean, I'm- honestly, the only way you could tell a boy Eminem from a girl Eminem is if it's wearing heels. <laughs> Otherwise they all just sort of look very androgynous. Because, you know, they're fucking M&Ms. Here's the bigger point to this. Here, Let me give you the bigger point to this whole thing. And, and the reason, and I, I, we're going to talk about this Thursday night in Divided We Stand. This is, is, you know, for all the bitching that Tucker Carlson does about cancel culture and all the PC stuff, there are hearings going on right now regarding January 6th. And whether Congress and congressmen and the president and his staff were, were had took part in the planning of this. There's serious evidence being presented on a daily basis. James, James thinks this is all bullshit, and that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, is there's a, a, a bipartisan commission that is literally subpoenaed the text messages and has the text messages of the former president, his chief of staff, and a whole bunch of other people in the Trump administration, and it doesn't look great for them right now. 
And Tucker Carlson's issues. It is because there's Republicans on it. That's what a bipartisan no panel on the commission. We discussed that in our first show. Liz Liz Cheney and uh, Adam Kissinger are Republicans. Just because they don't just because they don't think like Republicans doesn't mean they're not in the party. Um, so so wrong. But listen, point of the matter is, is this is the shit Tucker Carlson should be telling his audience about. But as part of his misinformation to keep America stupid again, he wants to make an issue. And again, dude, it's like this is what he bitches about most nights is the idea that. The, the left is waging some PC war on America in an attempt to discredit the left and all their stupid Looney Tune ideas. That way, when the January 6th commission comes out, you could just say this is more left wing hysteria. That's what they're going to do. They're just they're just literally discrediting the left. And Victoria, the more you bring up, you know, a poo and all this other horse shit, you're just driving anybody who's in the middle. Just a little bit further to the right, and that's that's not going to win you any elections either. I think I want to say what I think. All right, I'm going to go. I'm I'm just going to go. Oh, really? Check this out, guys. Check this out. No, 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 not lead, lead. No, I'm just going to say what I want to say here. (laughs) So when it comes to Carlson and, and and the Eminem thing. Number one, we all know that Tucker Carlson's full of shit, right? We don't like him. Nobody freaking. I don't watch him. I don't think. I don't really know who watched. I don't even think I heard Tucker Carlson say this until he sent it to me, Joe. But when I did watch it, right? When I did sit down and I actually watched it, it wasn't so much about the Eminem. And if you if you listen to actually what he said and what he with the direction he was going and what he was was trying to convey it literally had nothing to do with the eminem it literally all had to do with women now joe knows this victoria but i am the ultimate feminist okay i truly truly am and joe can probably attest to that and what and what tucker carlson was saying is that by doing this by saying that you know we have to change everything to make it so androgynous and it can't be this and it can't be that they're saying that women can't be powerful and same time you understand that they're taking your beauty away in exchange for a career they're saying that you can't be sexy you can't be beautiful and be successful and be eat on par with men but, but here's the thing. Hold on. Here's my bigger problem. I believe this. Listen, I believe this. I don't no. know. But that's the point Tucker Carlson was making. The thing that he said at the end was the most fucked up thing I've ever heard, where he basically said they're trying to make everything not sexy so it doesn't turn us on. And here's my point. You shouldn't be turned on looking at a fucking Eminem. Okay. <laughs> You shouldn't it also was, it approach. Wasn't about hold on, it hold it on, so much more than hold on. You also shouldn't approach a woman turned on. the The fact that you guys on the right, like you, you think women are here for your fucking pleasure, or or hey, sweetheart, hey, you look great today, dude. That is fucking creepy, and they don't like it, and they've been asking about it for years. Not you, James, just in general. That whole group of guys that doesn't understand that, that women don't want people to comment on their bodies. Women's sexuality is something that they own. Again, <laughs> dude, putting up putting an M&M in heels makes Tucker Carlson want to fuck it or go out for a drink with it. 
What are you even, what is he even talking about? Again, he's the furthest thing from a feminist. So I'm going to say bullshit. I agree with what you say, James, but to try to suggest that's where Carlson's mind's going with this. I I, I don't buy it. I, I would be more reticent to believe that he wants to fuck a, a big M&M. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that's what it really comes down to is like in the first place, like why is Tucker Carlson being like, that's the sexy Eminem? And like, why is Tucker Carlson being like... I'm sure, hold on, I'm sure there's gay men. I'm sure there's gay men who think the blue Eminem is hot. You know what I mean? Like, what? what? So stupid. This whole thing is stupid. But again, Tucker Carlson should be talking about the January 6th commission and some real fucking news. That's what he should be doing. He's got this huge audience, and he just it wastes everybody's time with the latest horse shit. And, and listen, it's no better on the left, but th- this this guy's not even trying. M&M's? Really? Come on. And on that note. news cycle. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally a commission on an insurrection on our Capitol that's happening he could turn. He could definitely talk about that. This has Victoria, been. I just uh, want to see one thing going back to the green M and M. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. If Joe called you beautiful, would you be offended by that? It depends on what's the context. Because if he just came out of the gate. Your hair looks beautiful. You know, you look beautiful today. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. But if um just on the podcast, he was just like, Victoria, she's just she's so beautiful. That'd be a little weird. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just being okay, like, oh, you look beautiful today is different what if, than what being like said, you know, hey, I was on the show the other night with Victoria. She's this very beautiful girl. She's got a lot of strong opinions. Would you be offended by that? No, I'm not. No, I would not be offended by that. But if you, if I, I came over to your house with a something and you were like, Victoria is the sexy girl. She's the sexy Eminem. She is the sexy podcaster. I would be like, dude, what is your deal? Like, <laughs> and just so you know, I try to yeah, sparingly give compliments to Victoria. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Tucker's personification of this green M&M was just taken to a different extent. And it, it, it was just, it was so funny to see him get enraged by it. And I know that he gets paid to do this kind of stuff and it's all shtick. And he's probably, he's probably so cocked. That's why his face is all red and he's all, he's fucking hammered right now. For real. He's a big drinker. You can tell when he stands up, his gut is probably so big and he knocks over his cup of water because it's all stiff and stuff, you know? So <laughs> I get it. He's just, he's really, he's not the most reliable guy. And I understand that he doesn't hold this, those opinions for everybody. I just feel like, you know, once again, the personification of this Eminem and the the deeming the heels is the sexy part. Like, I, she, she's so hot, then why are taking heels off of her such a big deal? You know, just right because if she's hot, you should be taking her heels off of her, but he doesn't know anything about that. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, with that, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm glad we all got our ideas out. I feel like this is a really good expressive episode for all of us. And you know, it was really nice. It was really nice to meet you. It was really nice to have you on. 
And I'm so excited that this is my first episode of the year. And with that, um, I'm going to wish everybody farewell. Sketchy Peasant, hit me up. I'm going to send you some merch. Bye, y'all. Thank you.